Hi, bestie. Grab a condom and ride along to episode four of Girl Gag. I'm really thinking about changing that hook because I feel kind of weird saying that aloud sometimes. <laughs> Today's vacast, aka forecast, is 60% V-card snatched, 10% a guy using my body, and 30% it's a lesson and a blessing. Here's just a quick adult content disclaimer. This episode may contain adult language as this podcast is intended for adults only. If you are easily offended or uncomfortable with mature explicit content, please exit or listen at your own discretion. Don't forget to support me and keep our podcast girl gag running by clicking the link in the show notes. Love you, bitch. Also, I'm considering setting up monthly subscriptions for those who want extra episodes where we talk more in depth about things that should stay in the bedroom for educational purposes only of course (laughs) and a lot of that will be my own experiences dm me on instagram if this is something you'd love to dive into and i'll set that up queen i just need to know if people are even interested you know or if you're listening on spotify i'll leave a poll for you to vote so today i thought it'd be fun to tell you guys about my first time Mm, it might be a little gruesome I'm kidding. Oh my gosh, wait. I have to update you guys about the monster can dude. Sausage boy, whatever you want to call him from episode one. I opened up Hinch this morning when I woke up because why not? I'm checking emails. Might as well check the dating apps for shits and giggles. Guess who liked my profile on Hinge? Mm-hmm. Sausage boy. He says, oh hi again with the emoji of the sweating face if you didn't listen to that story time please go to episode one you'll be up to date and know why this is so irking you remember how i said he has a stick up his anus because he's so far gone with his ego he just thinks he's the shit and you know when people think this i love confidence absolutely but there's a clear difference between being confident and being cocky and also you know how the hinge app came out with that voice feature one of his prompt was proof i have musical talent let me just play a snippet is that rude okay that's rude i won't do it but it went something like this hey baby won't you come my way (laughs) i'm telling you homie has no shame in his game you know what i'm kind of feeling ballsy i'm gonna i'm gonna match him back right now and ask him so why'd you delete me off snap if you watch my youtube story time of this guy i ended up texting him at the end of the video because i was so annoyed i know i know i was way too pressed for no goddamn reason but i mean i'm a troll i ended up never responding back to him when he replied like 0.1 second after receiving my text message so instead i'm just gonna match him back on hinge and say interesting then put him under pressure i think i have the right to ask <laughs> call me petty betty wait hold on hold on he just responded oh my gosh okay he said surprise you replied at all tbh here we go bitches here we go wait there's more <gasps> he said for real though sorry i was rude just wanted to apologize and the simp in me i'm still hoping that we can go top golfing sometime okay so he been known that he was a rude mofo you know what? okay you know what okay let's just all good all good dead and done no need to be petty fay he apologized and acknowledged his weird doings so let's clear this up i was never making anything up you know let's just let's just let this go all in for once right truce i don't know about truce maybe i'll still troll him but then like Okay, I won't bother him for now. Fine, we'll be good. Whatever. Anyway, back to today's podcast. I just wanted to update that. That was 
That was out of the blue. I thought today would be fun for me to share about my first time. The reason why this episode is going to focus on this is because when I was on Cast on Discord, RIP by the way, I'm closing the server. It's a long story, but not for today. Some girlies asked me about my experience. What to expect? Was it scary? Did it hurt? Etc. All I have to say is that she bled four times. Okay, we'll talk about it. Hold on. But I know, I know. I know exactly the curiosity because same. I wondered the same things up until I was like 25. This goes along the lines of feeling helpless because you want to ask people, but it's weird and taboo. It's invading. It's awkward. Like, how do you even bring it up in conversation, right? Well, big sis is here. Of course, it's different for me now because I openly talk about these things to my sister, nieces, closest friends. I normalize sex conversations. She said that she was very sex positive and it was that defining moment where I'm like, ah, that's the term that i am too a positive attitude towards consensual sexual activity that's encouraging safe sex experimental educational comprehensive sex so please know that this is a safe space to have those conversations and feel free to reach me again i think it's a good thing to normalize safe sex it makes room for educational discussion even if it's from personal experiences it doesn't have to be so deep either you know like it could be lighthearted and fun so to the story I was definitely holding off and didn't plan for me to lose my virginity. It wasn't like I was planning for it to happen. Like I know on day eight, I'm going to be in the forest or they're going to be deep in the forest. (laughs) You know, whatever. How do they say? I don't know. In my ideal world, when I first got on the apps, I pictured myself dating someone as my boyfriend before I even gave myself to him, okay? Nope, I don't want you to misconstrued and think that I had to lose my virginity first or I was forced to give myself to someone before a relationship. It was completely consensual and I found myself wanting to have sexy time. I met this guy which we'll call Flynn because, I don't know, it rhymes, I guess. He lived in the area and he was around 24 at the time. Um, He was finishing up his senior year at MSU. Super chill, the most laid back person I've ever met. Honestly, he had a very sarcastic sense of humor and he maintained such a well poker face. I'd almost believe every insane joke he told me because bish is gullible. She dumb. (laughs) The first time we met, it was a little awkward but nothing too uncomfortable. We broke the ice and I remember us on the couch next to each other in my old apartment. I don't even know how, but we got a little touchy. Like, touchy. (laughs) Man, I think back and I just wonder, how, how did I become so bold? If you know me in real life, up until that point, I was always so shy and wouldn't even initiate anything. Always behind someone in public, too scared to order my own food. Come on. She was a shy baby, okay? I'm a big baby. Flynn and I ended up cuddling in my room, and of course we made out. I mean, things got heavier and it picked up. There was a moment I felt like we were about to do the deed because things were close to the right places, if you know what I mean. When wank. But I distinctively remember pulling myself off and rolling to the other side of the bed, still next to him, and I was just like, hey, I don't want to. I, I can't. And he was so nice about it. He was like, I understand. Don't worry at all. And I just told him, like, I'm just not ready. And at this point, he knew that I've never had it. 
before. In that moment, I got very in my head, like very deep in my head, because although I did want to, I had this expectation of how I ideally envisioned myself losing the V card, like cha-ching. It almost felt like I was back and forth between the idea of it and just like struggling, you know, the struggles. We continued to hang out and with some time, we ended up hanging out again. But within that time of not seeing him, I had to really talk to myself. You know, if I lost it to Flynn, does that make me a bad person because I'm going against my own morals? If I gave my purity to him, does that mean I'm not worthy anymore? Me going against my own beliefs, if you would, does that mean I no longer hold value to my body? I think it's super normal for girls and boys to put this kind of pressure on themselves when you've gone your whole life holding so much pride in these beliefs of, you know, saving yourself. That to say, I came to a place of realization that if I do sleep with someone, that shouldn't mean that I don't respect myself or my body. There shouldn't be any shame, guilt, or repentant. It doesn't mean I'm a bad person or sinful, you know? Like, don't allow that to dictate your character or your or judge your morals. And if you're kind of torn between this idea of losing your V-card because you want to, um, if it helps, I mean, just think about how normal it is. Just be safe, be consensual, and use protection, you know? Trust a person to some degree and make sure that they're kind and caring where they'd listen to you if you said no midway or before it even begins you know i guess every experience is just very situational so i was processing this and i gave myself some grace like hey bitch if you're in the moment with him again and things escalate feel what's right in the moment you know and if there's any doubt at any second or time just simply stop listen linda there were no dolls hormones were flying off the walls and i couldn't contain myself all right like who knew so we met the second time and after hanging out for a couple of hours we ended up in bed oh my god how i don't know reminds me of like cardi b she's like what is that i distinctively recall me on top as i've heard somewhere before that it's best if the girl goes on top so you can control how much you're taking <laughs> she said check I was a little afraid of pain, but honestly, because that's something you hear all the time, right? But again, like honestly, it's not bad at all. I think it's a bit of discomfort at first, but you get used to it because think about it logically. You've never been stretched or nothing has really like inserted before, right? So as that occurs, it's natural to feel minor pain. Trust me, my tolerance for pain is almost non-existent. So I was V scared my whole life about it because this is what you hear. Like, it's so painful. It's going to hurt, blah, blah, blah. When it happened, it felt too good to want to stop. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest, okay? So if you're a little grossed out by blood, then probably skip this. I'll, I'll try to keep it simple, but there was a lot of ink, as I called it, or as we called it. A shower, very necessary. The second time, same thing. Third same i remember kind of crouching on the floor as he went to the bathroom and he looked at me like oh my gosh are you okay because again i was asian squatting like i looked up at him and i said you made me ink the fourth time finally it slowed down and there wasn't much of it anymore and then as we went on like you know it just it 
it was done donezo so for everyone it's different some friends told me they never shed a drip and then some said they bled just a little bit and then for me girl inked four different times on four different days to wrap that all up that was basically my first time and i don't regret anything at all it was very nice and i felt very safe it was very pleasurable and i got to experiment a lot of things with this guy which i'm very grateful for i mean I guess but <laughs> and also I continued to see this guy for four months I actually developed real caring feelings for him and I could say the same for him about me but now that I'm sitting here thinking about it okay I'd like to take this moment to warn you about the attachment to your first it's a real thing okay I've never cried so much for a guy and Flynn was definitely someone I cried day and night for of course my ex topped that you know he topped him eventually but he was the first guy i was so crazy for the attachment to your first is so real and deep i think more so for a girl than a guy you get entangled in the idea that he's your person and you want to build something with you know at least for me that's how i felt i wanted a relationship so bad with him but he didn't want commitment and every time i bring it up he deflect the situation he was low-key awkward about it and his answers were always so confusing like in a juggling way it had nothing to do with what i said or sometimes i'll go on about my thoughts about you know him and i and say how do you feel he'll respond in an immature way like no how do you feel and then i wouldn't know how to go about that then the conversation just awkwardly ended now i think of it and i feel sorry for myself i allowed myself to cling on to this man when he didn't want more than what i was giving him physically you know he got his fix through me i was seeking emotional intimacy and he wasn't good with feelings at all whatsoever like i knew from the beginning he's so awkward when it comes to how do you feel or anything like mushy i was convenient and available to him that i allowed myself to i don't want to say it but like get used and i felt like i was easy you know it sucks to hear that aloud but i have absolutely no shame i am who i am today because of every experience i went through i learned so much through each guy and oh my the way i don't allow people to mistreat me emotionally anymore is incredible i'm very proud of myself i truly mean it when i tell you like how important it is to experience shit like that in order to fucking learn someone can tell you xyz i can sit here and tell you xyz but it's so much more effective and knowingly moving when you go through it like when you actually go through it and then you no longer tolerate that listen when you go through someone putting you as an option you go through all the painful feelings you know so when you experience it again with a new person earlier on you'd feel the same feelings brewing and you know how to cut that shit out real fast it's amazing honestly if anything they did you a favor that's why it's so important to not be ashamed of shit like this we live and learn we continue to value ourselves even more because we've gone through shitty mistreating like he was absolutely a lesson you know the moment i cut him out because my ex pursued me i finally knew how it felt to have someone want me my ex till this day i still believe that he was a blessing in disguise like as cliche and cringe as that sounds 
he really stepped in and showed how a man should pursue a woman like i never experienced that because all i knew was the shitty shit i was going through and the clinginess i was to someone else who gave me so little of his energy and efforts plot twist bitch i started to ignore flynn and he felt that like he started to beg me to see him begged me to let him come over he told me he'd treat me right treat me better he told me he wanted me everything i've ever wished to hear from his mouth he said to me over the phone it's kind of like everything that i was going through the tears and the heartaches and even the heartbreak even though we were nothing it all paid off when he was like begging for me like sorry i know it's not about power dynamic but i went through mud and dirt for you so keep begging you know I was starting to invest my time and energy into someone who was clear-cut with me from the beginning. No games, no push and pull, like, hey, I want to see you and only you and let's let's go, you know? And because of that, Flynn went flying out the door. That was kind of the end of Flynn and I. I mean, actually, five months later, he texts me and he confessed that he may have been in love with me. He said he loved me and made a mistake. He didn't realize it until I was gone, etc., And this, my ladies, it's proof that men aren't shit. They only realize what they have when you are gone. They only see your value when you are no longer theirs. Listen up, Linda. If you want him to chase you or to respond to you, ignore his cheap ass. Plus, during the meantime, you'll find every reason to actually leave him for good. So, no response is the best response. Remember that. And that's the story of my first tragic i mean there was actually more drama but i'm in no place to tell his story i was very shocked at the things i learned later on and i feel bad of course with how i handled it i did recently reach back out to apologize but i haven't heard from him and you know what it's for the best i'm not seeking for anything just genuinely wanted to apologize for not being there during something he was going through um it played a strain in my ex relationship but you know sincerely i wish i handled what he told me better again not my place but i wish him the best and only happiness like we had amazing fun times together we even role played together <laughs> you don't want to get me started on that story oh my I hope you guys had fun listening to this story and learned something from my lessons. But again, you know, I'm not here to I'm not here to point the gun. You have to experience it for yourself to really, really feel and know your worth from within. I can sit here and tell you that you're worthy and put yourself first. It's really hard for you to fully feel that if you haven't gone through experiences that will bring you there and make you realize that from within. Bish he ain't worth it okay if you're you're second guessing you're second doubting he ain't worth it no more tears over medium ugly guys thank you for listening to the fourth episode of girl gag don't forget to support me by clicking on the link in the show notes make sure to vote on that poll if you guys want extra episodes expect more bullshit coming your way by following this podcast so you won't miss the next episode i'll be shitting to you soon bye